Hi, welcome back to Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I'm your host again, David English, and I have with me today the man who is the driving force behind one of my favorite advertising agencies to work with here in the Kansas City area. Uh, his name is Charlie Tietrich. Uh, his company's name is Waltz Tietrich. He's the CEO here, and um, he's one of those guys when you listen to him, you almost always take something of value away from it. He... Um, He's known for his personality. He's known for being just such a positive guy. And true story, on the way up here in the elevator, uh, there's a lady. She had a bag full of gifts. And she saw that I was getting off on Charlie's floor to Waltz. And she looked at me. She goes, I just heard the greatest things about that agency. Did you know them? Are they just good people? And she couldn't tell me enough about the great reputation that Waltz Teacherick has developed over the years. And... That really sums it up. It uh, really sums up how they're known around town, and I think we're in for a treat. Um, Charlie, I really appreciate the chance to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, you've, you've set a bar I can't reach with that intro. No. So, uh, it's a true sure, story. She, sure where to take she had about five, four or five bottles of wine with her and a couple bags full of gifts. They were having a party downstairs at about 4 o'clock. We need to get her up here with her uh, <laughs> wine bag. Or, or so. we go down there. Yeah. Nice lady. I don't know who she was, but she had a lot to say. But... Um, you can probably do it better than I can. Uh, tell everyone who's listening, uh, Waltz, you guys have changed a lot over the last few years. Yeah, there's been a lot, been lots going on for sure. Um, who are you? What are you guys? What are you guys doing right now? Well, so um, you know, the agency started. It's back from the '60s, so it's been around a long time. '67, um, right? Yeah, yeah. I started a little shop right out of college, and then uh, about three years after that, I merged with uh, Travis Walls, that had been around for mm-hmm. ever and ever. And uh, that's that's kind of where the Walls teacher came from. Mm-hmm. And John Walls actually uh, passed away about a year into it, had a heart attack. So I ended up kind of being a young owner of all this stuff. Um, and that's a, that's another whole story, another whole conversation. big old part of our, our history. But um, but yeah, no, it's been great. You know, we've been in the market a long time, and we we sure pay tribute to kind of the old name and the kind of the Walls legacy because you know we've had clients that have been around for you know decades, which is good stuff. So yeah, um, you have though you've you've made a lot of changes recently but you're well known for the history in Kansas City you've been around forever yeah you know we're one of the uh, one of the 4A agencies here right. um, which you know we may be one of the oldest ones I'm not sure but we just we've had a membership with that group for well over 40 years so been a long time but and as far as the agency goes um, media buying the full boat it is really full service agency we do all that yeah so we've got um there's probably four or five major categories so like on the on the food side we work with with dairy queen and 50 some odd markets we work with applebee's with marie calendars up the west coast we work with um papa murphy's healthcare. we've got a couple hospitals we work with here in kansas city but we also work with chi through nebraska up to seattle Mm -hmm. uh we do some some native gaming Caribbean stuff you know the hard rock brand from florida to canada um Kansas City Royals, we brag about them all we can, right, so they're good fun account. So, of course, yeah. So it's all full service. You know, we're probably one of the one of the bigger media buyers in the Midwest, but uh, we've got a you know a full creative team here that's um, just a great talented group of artists and writers, and um, yeah, really the whole full ball. That's fun. So. That's fun. And then the um, give the, the the Royals you mentioned just briefly. You you guys are responsible for all the fun creative over the last few years during their run. Um, using the billboards, correct? Yep, we are. 
Um, we are. That, do those ideas come from you guys, or is it something that's brought to you and you just implement it? Yeah, no, our, um, it's, it's a great collaboration with the team is probably the short answer. You yeah. know, all the, uh, we, we call them billboard spectaculars, trying to do something that's really kind of breaks through the clutter and gets noticed. So, of course. Um, but, you know, we've got a weekly meeting with the client. They're here every, every Wednesday morning, and, you know, there's a handful of them and a handful of us putting it all together. But, yeah, primarily that's all creative out of this agency. That, Any that cats you can let out of the bag for two Not yet. We're <laughs> knee-deep in it right now. You're going to be seeing some stuff soon. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. So give us, you know, kind of what, what do you expect 2019? What does that look like for you guys? You know, it, it all looks good. I mean, uh, the economy is just so robust right now. And many would argue it's almost too hot, which is something to sure. try to keep your eyes on. But, um, you know, most of our clients, I think, are seeing, you know, good sales numbers. Everyone is fighting uh, kind of employment, you know, sure. looking for people, including us. But I know even our clients are trying to grow and find some help with that. Right. Um, you know, I think everything's, it's going to be kind of more of, the, more of 2018 from what we're seeing and kind of early projections. So keep, we'll see where you, that all goes. Keep, keep everything moving forward. And um, everything else is, um, it, it, are you looking at, you know, bringing on more clients or growing the clients you have currently? Yeah, you know, we're always trying to grow our existing clients. And yeah. it's not so much, uh, it's not so much like a revenue goal as it is. We want to be known for kind of just bringing them fresh and new ideas. And, you know, right. that, that always kind of leads to, to growth for the agency. But, right. So that's that's always something that our account teams are working on. And now something I get I can talk to on a personal level is when I pick the phone up and I'm talking to any one of your reps um, about any number of clients that we we share and work on together. There's a different feel. It's a different conversation than it is with a lot of agencies. There's a a desire to make the campaign maybe a little different, step outside the box. There is that. Is that something you guys push here? Is that part of who you guys want to be? Yeah, I, mean, I hope so. I mean, I hope yeah. that would be the answer if you went to any office here, that we've got people that are just trying to do something a little bit different, you know, something that's going to kind of break through all the noise and clutter that's out there. Right. Um, and whether that's coming out of our creative team, which those guys are just really a great talent for that, or even our account supervisors, you know, part of our, our build here is really having kind of experts in the space. So, example, the people running our gaming group have got a, a tenure Harris background, you know, not necessarily from some ad agency somewhere. So we got the people that can really get in the get in the field and speak the language and kind of know what they're doing. And we try to do that kind of across many of our categories. So we've really got you know experts in whether it be healthcare or food or gaming, whatever it might be. So that's unique because so you take people with a background in an industry, they would know best on how to really create a great campaign. For, for your customers. You know, it, 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 it helps a lot, and particularly yeah. on the account service side, because uh, where that all starts is kind of working with the client and trying to identify what what do they need. Are we trying to fix a problem? Are we trying to launch a brand? Are we um, worried about a competitive threat? Whatever it might be, that's where that expertise is so valuable, because then when it filters back into the agency, we're, we're calling on our creative team or media teams or wherever it goes from there. Um, it, it's really good you can kind of speak the language. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, because it is it is a different conversation. They, um, if it's if it's the creative outdoor or if it's different, um, you know, online publications or different, you know, radio or TV, the the feel is just so different that it is definitely it seems intentional. I I hope so. You know, we we put a real premium on our people here, and hopefully that kind of sugars down to the, the premium that our clients you know yeah. get out of that too. So what's so. your background? I mean, you said you jumped into entrepreneurship really early. Yeah, I'm, what what's that background? I'm more of that than anything. You know, I uh, actually grew up in Oklahoma, but I'm a KU guy, yep. and um, 
Yeah, I'd done some intern work in college at some agencies, Barclay and a few others. And then, uh, yeah, I really started this about six months out of school. So, wow. Um, you know, you didn't, you had nothing to lose back then. You didn't know yeah. any better. You just got to jump in. Was it always going to be marketing or always advertising or was there? Yeah, you know, it's uh, pretty much, it's such a kind of a vague term, you know, when you say right. kind of ad agency. We're doing so much kind of strategy work here and, you know, back in the day, no one even heard of digital, you know, so I mean, that's so. now we've got so much growing in the digital space for what we're doing here. Right. Um, but yeah, so my, uh, kind of how my days spent is, you know, I probably do, probably a third of my time is kind of spent kind of running the agency, a third on new business, and then a third kind of just kind of um, existing kind of client work where I can mm-hmm. just kind of help out where I can. Um, wow. Um, how was that? At 20 years old, I mean, at 20 years old, I am, I'm the furthest thing from running a business entrepreneur lifestyle. Oh, what, it was, talk to me about that. I mean, how, that had to be difficult. Well, you know, so my, my very first job for those six months was with a hotel management company. Mm-hmm. And they had about a dozen properties, mostly here, but some other parts of the country. So I was doing kind of the feeder city advertising and the bar mm-hmm. calendars and, you know, those kind of promotions for them. I was just kind of their in-house marketing guy. And I was kind of six or eight months into that and um, just kind of wanted to find my way to kind of the agency business. And the owners were just completely cool about it. And they said, hey, that's cool. Get off our payroll. We'll be your first client. And uh, so I kind of started this thing with kind of this handful of hotels. And the first three years was really kind of um, probably more design than anything, which is not really my background, but we were able to pick up some great artists to kind of help us get it kicked off. And um, yeah, a couple of three years went by fast when I bumped into John Walls and we're looking kind of for this, uh, it's kind of this old guy, young guy thing, you know. He was 59, he was actually very young, but he wanted to play a little more golf and slow down, and right. I was trying to take my little shop and jump to a bigger level, and um, that's when we put the two together. That's when things, you know, obviously really kind of took off. Right. How was that relationship with you and John? Oh, it was great. He was just, just the best guy ever, and it was just, right. you know, kind of crazy health stuff, kind of, it's going to get all of us at some point. But. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great, and I think uh, I had spent a lot of that first year just really doing the new business effort, which is a lot of what I kind of work on now at the shop. And, uh, you know, it's, it's after uh, we kind of got all that settled with his family that um, all that year I've been spending on new business, all this stuff started to happen. You know, so we had two or three, we picked up a new, it was a North American Salt Company, it like more than doubled our biggest client from the previous year. Right. So it was kind of like, oh my God, hold on, what are we doing here? So, so during that growth, during that um, time where you're kind of figuring it out and, you know, you talk about planning and strategy, did, did you have a strategy? Did you have a plan? Or was it kind of just, let's go and see where it takes us? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it was really mostly thought out. I mean, it really the, the idea was kind of a four-year plan. Yeah. Um, year one was just this real external focus. Don't, don't really show a ripple in the water to a lot of our clients, because that was the worst thing. Don't lose all your business or you're stuck. So, you know, we're working with uh, Papa John's Pizza at the time. So, you know, our team's in there learning how to make pizzas. And, you know, we're doing everything we can to really kind of get on the ground, make them know that we're going to be committed to this. Right. And I think it's part of this, they're like, let's give the kid a chance. I think that's why we never lost a client through all that. Year two and three were real internal focused. So we actually moved offices because we just needed to kind of shake off, you know, there's obviously some negativity with the death of a partner and all that. Wanted to get a new office. We want to get salaries right. I got a lot more engaged in the four A's in New York, and those guys were really great mentors kind of along that path. Um, install 401k programs. I mean, when I showed up, of course, we're going back 20 years. We had, like, a computer. You know, it's like, we need a lot of computers. You know, it was that kind of stuff. So those were those years were really like, let's get the company healthy. And then kind of the fourth year of the plan was just growth. It's like, so how do we go? You know, we kind of figured out we had our feet under us, and how do we find some more senior talent that um, – 
you know, would really just be able to, uh, to help us get to a new place. Right. So, so yeah, there was, there was a legit written four-year kind of plan on the whole thing, and I don't know why it's four years, if that's what I came up with yeah. at the time. Uh, four and years is good. And that's what it was. So. Make another four years after the first four, and, and you know, keep going. Nowadays, you do two-year plans as fast as things move. But. The move. How, has it, how, have, how have things changed in the advertising world? I mean, you said it. There was no digital back then. It was a lot. I was in there making pizzas. I mean, treating the client it's, differently. How's, how's everything changed for you? You know, the... Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't want to be a vague answer. There's there's a lot of it that hasn't changed. There's a lot of it that's all about relationships, and it's a lot about you've got to dig in and know the clients. They've got to trust you and respect you. You've got to be able to kind of, you know, bout it out with them. I mean, there's a lot of those fundamental things that make partnerships good mm-hmm. that I think will never change, and um, that's not even – that's beyond just kind of our category. Mm-hmm. The things that have changed you – know, is kind of the the mediums is a big deal. You know, we can look at, there's been just so much written and discussed about kind of millennials and marketing and, you know, going through from Gen X to Gen Z now. It's all this crazy. Um, You know, I I would argue that there's a lot of, there's a lot of that audience that it's just, they're kind of the same consumers we were were back then. You know, they're going to get jobs and buy cars and have babies and go to the grocery store. I mean, there's a lot of that that's just going to be how it always is. Reaching them is certainly different, and so if I looked over to start in a short period, the last eighteen months, um, you know, just you just have to talk to people on mobile, right? And you've just got to um, navigate your way through everything you're doing, kind of the social digital space. That's changed, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's no great surprise there. I'll tell you, traditional media has really never been stronger. I mean, there's never been more TV viewers than right now. Couldn't agree more. And people think, oh, my God, it's dead. Everything's digital. It's um, Our media director, Blair, and obviously all these great people we got from Ruth Burp that's joined our media team right. also. Um, you know, they will tell you that uh, the big difference is just how fragmented it is. Right. You know, back in the day, we kind of grew up with a handful of channels. If you're an old guy like me, I mean, now there's, you know, 200 cable-supported networks. So right. good and bad. You can You can target more and make some things happen, but... So I don't know. All that all that rambling says you, you got to keep up with the times because it's going to be different again next year. So you just have to kind of keep investing in that. Yeah, you know, I love that because you're right. At the end of the day, everyone's still going to buy cars, go to the store, get sick, you know, go to school, and the habits are the same. But it's really understanding in depth how to reach people in each different industry. Right. And and so often I think, and I hear it on my end of the advertising world, people will um, forget that and forget that um, habits change. I, I still, you know, I, I, you wake up on Sundays, you go to church, you go to brunch, you, you that kind of stuff's always going to be there. And there's there's a lot of it. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not always a popular guy in the room when I kind of throw this opinion out, so I, I even, yeah. I guard it on occasion, but my God, I look at our millennials around the agency here, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not stringing in at 10 o'clock and, you know, doing all these millennial, like, they're the spoken stereotypes like, that you read online. And about, think they're aliens. It's like, right. well, no, they're, they're the hardest working and some of the brightest kids, you know, in the, in the whole group of the agency. Of so, um, so anyhow, there's, there, there, it's indeed different, but every, every target market you're going at is different to some level, but it's just not, uh, it's just not this crazy difference. They're all consumers and, yeah. You know, doing what they do. What are you What are you doing internally to stay up on the times? I mean, you and I weren't born in a time where there was, you know, a cell phone in everyone's pocket. Yeah. What What are you guys doing constantly to make sure you're on the cutting edge, and you know how to 
talk to your customers yeah. know, about how to reach their customers? So much of it is, you know, staffing. You know, yeah. we're just, and particularly in the digital space, if I look over the last year specifically, mm-hmm. that's been probably our hottest growth area. Um, so, you know, we're just, we're just trying to find the best we could get our hands on as far as people that come from different category or experience or where they've been. And, mm-hmm. um, and Kansas City is a great market for all of that. You know, we, we talk about the 4A council that we've been in. Right. And, um, you know, there's a dozen 4A agencies in town, and we're all great friends. We all, you know, the CEOs, we meet all the time and do retreats and stuff. Um, and they're all, except for VML, we have crazy respect for, but everyone else is really an independent um, mm-hmm. in large scale, which right. is, you know, that's a whole different kind of business model too. So Kansas City is just really this hotbed of great agency talent, whether it's media, creative, digital, whatever it is. So. Uh, to answer your question to keep up, we just, we just try to hire the best of the best, and then we just uh, put a premium on keeping people getting continuous education and mm-hmm. staying on top of stuff. Why is Kansas City, because you're right, why are they such a hotbed for agency developmental, you know, is it a is it a Midwest thing? Is it just a hidden talent and people don't realize it? I don't it? know. I mean, it's, it's, why? It's, been here, it's just been here our whole career. You know, yeah. there's always been... This just crazy respect for respect for um, well back in the day it was VR right right and uh, but it's VR Bernstein Barkley and then VML had it, it's just explosive growth that right. we're all just jealous of that's exciting it's a different animal all different animal and then you know there's a lot of so we're about a fifty person shop and there's a, there's a great kind of tier of us that are in town that mm-hmm. um, you know you know all the names and that's uh, it's it's just been like that for a long long time and um, yeah I don't know some. Some some markets have some of that, but um, it, you look at your New York, Chicago's, LA's, Houston, even some of these really big city markets. Um, there's something about what we do here that really speaks to really the lion's share of the country. You mm-hmm. know, not the country doesn't think like New York does in general. You know, right. or LA. So right. we just have to kind of factor all that in what we're doing. But yeah, we I think the talent here is tremendous. It is Kansas City is just, and that's. And I, I say it from time to time on the podcast. I mean, that's that's why I wanted to start this uh, because Adtrend, my company, we, we are locally owned, and but there are so many great locally owned, locally ran companies, marketing, advertising wise, that um, you know, it, the talent is second to none. The ability, that the knowledge is really something else. It's and, I tell you, we see it. You know, it's just there's this Midwestern, and I I I travel for a living. I'm in. Right. I'm just all over the country all the time, and it's um, there's this Midwestern value thing here that people really, if you don't get it, if you don't, you know, if you're not a part of this, you really don't get it. Mm-hmm. And people come here, and they're just like, "Oh my God, you guys are all so nice." We're like, "I know." I think it's more than the nice. I mean, I, that's the first thing. I, that's I knew you were going to say that, but it's more than just being nice. It's I think there's a Midwestern thing about listening, and you sit down and you know you understand what someone's saying, and you genuinely care. Um, yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, Kansas City's unique in that it is a hotbed for some really, really great marketing, advertising talent, and other industries as well. But. I know. You go through the arts here. You go through, I mean, you look at this market from our professional sports to our arts to our our philanthropy. I mean, that's a, a tangent we could wander on. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm chairman of the board of the American Royal. Right. It's one of my um, charity deals. Um, I've been on the board of the Boy Scouts here that, you know, serves 30,000 young men right. and women now in town. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of state work um, through the various government channels. So we're kind of the marketing arm for these guys. It's kind of the charity that we do as an agency. Right. And if you were to like put together 
all these agencies in town and all the charitable work they're doing for people, I mean, it is thousands of hours that's really making a big time difference to this community. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, the 4A guys, we're, all just, we're very proud of that. That's, that's a big deal. Our team here loves it. You know, they get to do creative that's fun and, you know, mm-hmm. and all the award shows and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's a big deal. It is. I mean, I was with, I've been involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters for a number of years. And same deal. I mean, it's the philanthropy. The It's just, it's a really great community that um, has some really great opportunities for people. What, um, talk about, you talk about the, the four A's and the friendships and how you guys get together and everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that, but um, I've been under the opinion that, the pie is pretty big, and, right? And it's it's not it's not like it was where you have to dislike your rivals and you can't get along with them. I mean, why is that? Why are those relationships so important to you? Well, um, yeah, you know, just the, the the council here has just always been strong. You know, we'll do a retreat probably every year, which means it's kind of the CEO retreat. So as many of us as we can, we're going to go check out some other market. You know, we're going to go to Portland or Austin or some cool place. And, um, you know, another handful of times during the year, we'll be at lunch or meetings and all that. We also sponsor this continuing education stuff. So what that would mean is we're going to bring in some speaker and, you know, take on a ballroom. And we're all going to send, you know, a bunch of people to go just learn more about whatever, you know, topics we come up with. Mm-hmm. So we really collaborate as an agency community doing that. And that's, that's all huge. Um, I would guess that 70 or 80% of all of our revenue really isn't in Kansas City. Which is an odd kind of comment to make, but um, we're all kind of doing work somewhere else. Is why we're all whining about being on airplanes all the time. <laughs> um, so as far as like kind of like friendly competition in Kansas City, um, we, we just don't trip over each other a, a ton of times. And a lot of the agencies are they kind of have their different categories that they excel in. Yep. Um, I'd like to think there's kind of a general respect, you know, for who's the counselor in town. Um, we wrestle over people every now and then because that just kind of happens. But um, no, I, I think we, 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 as much as we can, you know, yeah. you draw the line at what business is business. But, you know, we try to kind of stay in our own lanes and, and kind of support each other. So, what are the areas you guys excel in? You know, I, well, media, I would say, is certainly yeah. kind of something we've grown. We, uh, we did the Ruth Burke acquisition about a year ago. Right. And it was fun, you know, between the two of us, you always argued on who was biggest and how we kind of solved that <laughs> Solved that problem? <laughs> and, uh, so that, you know, we speak a lot to what's going on in media. Um, our creative stuff, so Jeff Chase leads our creative team, and, um, you know, our, our Royals work, these billboards we talked about, those are all in Cleo's in New York. I mean, like, really cool stuff. That's really great. We had a meeting up there. I was up there with Mike Busek, who's the uh, uh, chief marketing officer right. for the Royals. Right. And, um, and by the way, those guys get, like, huge props, too. They're in all these meetings and creative while we're doing it. Truly, is this collaboration, but... Tiki Barber was up on stage, and the Cleos are, um, it's everybody. I mean, you're up there with uh, all over the world, but also all over every major brand. And Tiki Barber's up there. We had just won the playoffs against the Mets. Right. And he said, okay, so you're in the house tonight. We got Gatorade and Nike and Reebok, and we got all these big people. We got the guys from Australia and Africa. We even got those Kansas City Royals in the house. And you know, me and Mike are like, yeah, the whole room hates us, you know, it's a New York crowd. But he's um, not probably a big Royals fan. <laughs> not at all. The whole room hated us. No. But, uh, but yeah, that's cool stuff. So that's, uh, that stuff's getting seen on, on kind of a national stage. It's fun. Right. And, uh, and again, I'll brag on the other agencies in town. They're all, you know, playing on that game. VML's all over the place up there, which sure. is great. Sure. So um, anyhow, yeah, so it's good. That's great. So let's shift gears really quick. And uh, um, 
talk about business ownership. I get a lot of questions coming in between um, episodes about owning a business, the struggles, the goods, the bads, and every question comes back to advice. Mm-hmm. So to encompass all of that, what advice, if you're someone listening, starting up a business, marketing or not, what advice do you What do you have? do? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. Kaufman wrote this book called Lessons from the Edge. Great book. And we're, we're actually a chapter in it. It talks about when yep. John Walls died. And, right. You know, because who knew about key man insurance? I mean, who knew about any of that stuff, yeah. right? Back when I was two years old. And uh, I, I guess the one thing I would say is you just have to surround yourself with just smart people. So my, uh, my father-in-law is a guy in town named Paul Lyon, who's an entrepreneur. He's a lawyer and then kind of started doing some things. He's been an incredible mentor for all these years. My dad was, who's an attorney in, in Oklahoma. Um, you've got to surround yourself with people that are just going to kind of keep you on the rails. Because just, you don't get it. I, mean, I look back over my 20-year career and think, oh my God, a few of these decisions cost me just a gazillion dollars had you known any better. Right. so. That's the first thing. If you if you're if you're starting any kind of company and think you know it all, I mean you're doomed from the start. Right. And it really doesn't matter who you are or where you've been. There's just so much of that that's important. Um, and be willing to listen. I think is super key. Yeah. If I look around the agency, that has always been about finding just really the best we can. You know, who are these guys that are going to lead our? Like you look at our head of media, head of creative, head of account service, head of digital. It's like. Who's the best that, that you know we could have as far as from our financial structure and who we are and what our clients need, um, and you know I I just really try to to set that up and support them and kind of get out of their way. I mean, it just you can't you can't micromanage people, but get get people out there doing what they do. And just that's kind of when the magic happens. You used the word mentor earlier, and it's a topic I was coincidentally talking about with a friend of mine uh, a few days ago. Mentorship. Talk about that. I mean, you I. I it, it's really important to me, and it's huge. It's, yeah. it's, why, why is it so important for someone listening? Well, you don't. Um, a, you don't know what you don't know, right? And that's just this stupid, tired old cliche. But you don't get it. I mean, you're coming out of you're coming out of college and thinks you've got all this all figured out. And you, you, honest to God, it's it's like that was great. All right, now go try that in front of a pissed off client. Now go try that when you screw something up and you got to go fix it. You know, now go, now go try that when you got some hiring issue that went sideways on you. It's like. No one teaches any of that stuff. None of that's in the book. None of that. None of that is in your uh, business management one hundred and one class. You're never going to find it, and you're you're. It's because you're dealing with all these crazy personalities, and it's sure. just you just don't know where any of that goes. So I, I think that is just kind of a kind of a couple big keys around here. One is is that make sure you're kind of paired with someone that can help you grow and just make something out of your career because it's a it's challenging and motivating for you also. You know, people want to see bigger, better, kind of see outside their own box that right. that's huge and then there's this other thing about try to sink your roots just kind of in the community um, and that's this board stuff I was kind of referencing but yeah. that's not only kind of good for the soul it's just it's so healthy whether, whether it's a, whether it's a club or a church or a, a charity and they, whatever it might be find ways to get that work-life balance thing going because everyone is just healthier because of it it's so important so, it's so important and you're right it's the if it's the American Royal or Big Brothers, getting away from the office and doing something for someone else or for another organization, it's so healthy. And I will tell you, I look back and I, I preach this around here, through through these boards that I've been on over the last 20 years, I mean, I've, I've been exposed to Kansas City's just leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at just some of the most influential people around, these are the guys that get on boards, the guys that want to give back and they want to invest and donate and be a part of all this growth and all that. 
the next thing you know, you're sitting on a table with 10 people you wouldn't ever have a chance to meet. Is that, is that karma that by doing good, just stuff comes back at you, or is there a, uh, is there a reason behind that science? And you sit down and you're, you're donating, you're working on boards, you're being involved. Is that just, you know, you're being active and stuff just, comes your way, or why is that? You hope, you know, and it's, it's, you actually have to kind of get in there and work too. Right. You know, it didn't kind of a sign up, but if you're, I remember when I joined the Boy Scout board, I remember I had a, and I won't mention names here because all these guys would be mad at me, but I've been on the board for 15 years, and um, I had a client that said, hey, we'd love you to be on the board. They all kind of want the marketing guy, right, to help right. us, and uh, and I remember he walked out of my office, and he said, hey, okay, I'm, I'm doing you a favor with this one, and I'm thinking, okay, I don't know what that means. Yeah. But hey, I walked into the first board meeting, and there were there were twelve or fifteen um, men and women around that table that in my young career I couldn't have got an appointment with to save my life. Yeah, and I will tell I you if that. I if I mention names, it's just like every one of every one of these guys in town. And here I am, fifteen years later, working with all these guys, and we're doing major charitable efforts. You know, and along the way, we're going to probably find some work out of that as an agency, just because people want to give back that way too. That might be it. Is the relationships you build and the non-business related conversations are it's different that those relationships are, are different if you can sit down and talk about someone not about media buying not about your next campaign not about exchanging money right about how are we gonna help the kids how are we gonna you know you bring the american world to its new new location or next success right if those are conversations you're having business can happen well, it's just you know they get the chance to kind of see what you can deliver too. Yeah, you know. I would agree. We don't we don't hit up any of these people for work, but it's just every now and then you need a call from people saying, "Hey, you know, you guys are you guys are smart over there. We'd love to have you take a look at what I'm doing on this side project or whatever." Sure. That's just kind of how that works. So, the it. the investment in that time is just super valuable. And it, you know, it's it's like planting Christmas trees though. It may be 15 years later when you find <laughs> out that's like. I'm glad I knew knew this person. I got to know him all this time. Yeah, but you spent 15 years cultivating a relationship, and you spent 15 years um, doing good in the community. I think, you know, you're right. It's growing Christmas trees, but at the same time, you get a lot out of it in the meantime. You do. It's yeah. Great. Um, what else? For the, the, you know, someone who's starting up a business. Anything else? I don't want to keep yeah, you Yeah, no. Um, you got to be passionate about it. Everyone that's the first that. thing. Everyone and that's that. just... Um, I've kind of given a few speeches on kind of building brands and starting companies places and it's just um, most of the guys that are really have kind of got there it was just never about the money because actually it'll never kind of be about the money you yeah. know it's there was someone that was sitting in their garage or in their basement with their buddies and said hey there's a better way to do this you know mm -hmm. whatever it might be and that's kind of the fire that starts companies and that's just what American business is about you know right. you just go back in the day that's Everyone wanted to do something bigger, better, stronger, and um, you know none of it's about hey, I just can't wait to go get rich and work for myself and all that kind of stuff because none none of that ever plays out. Right. Um, so I would say just above all, you've got to find something you're like really passionate about, and this would be fun. I'm interested. I'm motivated. I want to get up and smile about this every day because there's way too much stress on the backside. You know, that's got to counter with something that's positive. Right. Well, I tell you what, I can't thank you enough for the time to sit down today. If someone listening wants to get a hold of Waltz, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, so it's uh, probably uh, waltzteetrick.com. It's W-A-L-Z, then T-E-T-R-I-C-K. And, uh, yeah, the website's a way to find us or Great. anywhere else. We're, we're findable out there. Definitely are. Well, so, yeah. again, I really appreciate the time. I, I know you're busy. It took us a while to get this on the books. But, um, seriously, thanks thanks so much, and, um, and, and we really Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, best of luck with everything. Thanks so Exciting much. Exciting stuff. Everyone, thanks again for listening. Um, please take a moment, listen, subscribe, share the podcast. 
We really appreciate all that you're doing. And um, we're going to have a Q&A session here coming up. So please keep the questions coming and we'll, um, we'll hit you up then. Thanks.